Hello, Anchor. How is everybody doing? <laughs> it's been a long time, that's for sure. Uh, I'm quite excited to be back. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, welcome to a careless whisper. Sit back and relax. And let's get on with the episode. Next up is our song of the day. Like usual. Our song of the day today is a song that I really like. Uh, It's less folk punk and more, I'd say, folky on that level. But it's a song I really enjoy by a band I really enjoy. Now, unfortunately, this band hasn't made music in quite a long time now. The last time I've seen anything they've uploaded, it was 2016. Quite a shame, but uh, this is one of my favorite songs right now at the current moment. You know, that changes all the time, but uh, this song always holds up for me, and I go back and listen to it quite often. It's very enjoyable. I uh, highly recommend you go check it out. We are talking about the song uh, Home to Me by Devil in the Deep Blue Sea. A very good band. It's a, a guy and a girl. Um, they sing together. Their voices like work perfectly together in in my ears, at least. Um, they perfectly synchronized uh, together. Their voices just work together well. I think they're really, uh, really, really, really entertaining uh, to listen to. Um, if you do want to check them out, once again, it's Devil in the Deep Blue Sea. Their song "Home to Me." Um, the only album that I could see they have is live at Dorothy uh, Manor. I think it's that's what it says. Can't really read it. Hold on, let me go down here. Yeah, okay. It's live at Dorothy Major. <clears throat> so that is um, their one album. They also have a single called Calling It Love that you could check out. also came out in 2016. Uh, they don't have m- much music, but... Uh, I do recommend you guys go and check it out. Um, Let me know what you think of them. I think they're really good, like I said. Uh, You know, they got other great songs. Uh, I'm really a big fan of Church Key. I think it's a really good song. Calling It Love is a really good song as well. Uh, Silhouette's a really good song. Hover's also really good. Uh, There's just a couple other songs that are on there. And yeah, all really entertaining. I suggest you go check it out. Let me know what you think of them. Especially Home To Me. Definitely check out that song. And yeah, guys, next we're going to move on to our wrestling stuff. This is going to be a shorter episode, I think, because there's not a lot to talk about wrestling-wise and stuff, so I'll try to dig out what I can, but uh, yeah, let's let's see what we can find to talk about about wrestling. This is going to be a fun time. All right, let's get into wrestling things. I've managed to dig up quite a few things I could talk about. Um, Of course, if you guys know, I do focus on... The local area for people that don't really know me or this is your first time listening. <clears throat> I do like to focus on my local area, which is the Ontario, uh, Canada independent scene. More focused in the greater GTA area, which more Hamilton and things like that. Hamilton <laughs> and uh, around Hamilton, I guess. I do like to focus on uh, stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, let's get into it, because, I mean, there's there's a few things to cover here. 
Uh, I've been looking up and, you know, I've been, you know, I've been finding things that I kind of forgot about. Um, everyone knows, in Canada at least, if you guys are listening in the States, a lot of people are being able to go to shows now. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Canada is not that lucky. You can't really just go to shows right now in Canada. Um, fan shows haven't been a thing since like earlier last year in March, I think. I think there was a very small window when we were in the orange zone uh, that there was a couple outdoor shows done, but they're not the same. An indoor, in the building, in a venue show hasn't happened since March of last year. <clears throat> it's been over a year now. Which is kind of crazy to me. It kind of boggles my mind. However, just because shows are kind of really hard to get to right now in Canada, or not even hard, they're impossible to get to right now, doesn't mean that you still can't be able to go and watch some great wrestling from your favorite local wrestlers on YouTube. All right, let me tell you one company in particular right now that is knocking it out of the ballpark with these consistent uploads. And that is Pro Wrestling Ontario. Oh, damn. Pro Wrestling Ontario with their Foundation Series. They're on episode 22 now, but last week they uploaded episode 21. And I mean, what an episode, all right? What what an episode, okay? You got Tyler Arrow against Empire's Matthew Grant. All right? Here's what's on the line. If Arrow wins... He gets bragging rights. Though, if Grant is victorious, Empire will become the number contenders for the Trios Championship. Of course, you got Matt Grant, JT Kirk, and Crystal Moon. I didn't forget her name. I did forget her name for a sec, but I remember. Uh, you know, you also get to catch up with the Wanderer, Wade Allen. He is the champion of the internet. For the internet. All right. Great. All right. So that's episode 21 that they uploaded just last week. <clears throat> so tune into that. I mean, if you hate Matt Grant, because he is a little conniving, little dastardly bad person, you could see Tyler Arrow hopefully kick his ass. But if you want to talk about more recent, just yesterday, they uploaded Foundation episode 2. Or I'd say two days ago now, because I'm recording at 1 a.m. in the morning. They uploaded episode 22, and let me tell you, this episode, whoo, this episode is big, alright? Fatal 4-Way, and it's to crown a new number one contender for the Open Weight Championship, alright? And let me tell you, the competitors in this match are just phenomenal. This is a surefire Great match, and I have to say, everyone, turn your attention over to PWO and what they are doing, because, oh my god, they're they're killing it right now. With matches like this, how can't you be killing it, alright? So in this fatal four-way, you got the Bone Crusher, Steve Brown. You got TKD, Taylor K. Dean. <clears throat> you got my boy Evan Greenway, HPW represent, and then you got... The bastard, SOS. What a bastard. <laughs> uh, four great competitors. I can guarantee you, I haven't even seen this match yet. 
guarantee you they're going to kill it. All right. <clears throat> but yeah, tune in guys, pro wrestling, Ontario at youtube.com. Go watch the foundation. Go start from the first episode because you do not want to miss what they have already put out. Catch yourself up. Binge watch some wrestling. That's 22 episodes. 22 plus matches that you can watch live for free. Okay, guys? That's like three or four shows you can go watch, alright? Mind you, if shows, you know, do five matches a show, you get what I mean. Just amazing. Why would you guys want to miss out on that opportunity? Go check out Pro Wrestling Ontario. Go look at the foundation. PWO, I'm telling you, they are the future top stars of Ontario Indies. Also to mention, Courage Pro, we've talked about it before. They do the free match Fridays, alright? They have 87 uploads available, alright? 87. That is absolutely insane. <clears throat> and they've been uploading like crazy, alright? Let's just talk about the last three episodes. Two weeks ago, they uploaded episode 85. They had Kid Supremo versus Jake O'Reilly, alright? That's a banger, alright? Let's just say that right now. It's a banger. And then we got episode 86, alright? I saw this match in person, and it was pretty great, alright? My trainer, my mentor, the owner of Hamilton Pro Wrestling Academy, Rip Impact, the high-risk hero, Rip Impact, taking on Timothy Crane in a two-out-of-three falls match. You guys might want to... Uh, Go ahead and watch that match. They uploaded that a week ago. But here's a kicker. Two days ago, <clears throat> they uploaded episode 87. And two people who I like kind of looked up to in HPW, they were already in it. They were training, you know. I looked up to them because they were already excelling to high levels because of HPW. And I, I you know, it made me go, this is where I want to be. I want to be at this level. But these two guys have been rivals since day one. And they had this match, plus several other matches. And you know what? All their matches were phenomenal. Alright? Great. Go watch them all if you can find them all. Alright? But it is Dylan Daniels versus BMD, bud. And, uh, yeah. Let's just say that it's a great match. Alright? You don't want to miss it. But yes, Courage Pro Wrestling is consistently uploading free match Fridays. Go check it out. What are you waiting for? I mean, these are free wrestling matches, guys. Free wrestling matches. You, you would guys would be crazy to pass up on that. Also, speaking of free wrestling matches, let's talk about one of the top promotions, not even in Ontario, in Canada. All right. Let's talk about Alpha One wrestling now <clears throat> a lot of you more casual wrestling fans might even know the name of alpha one wrestling because like i said they're the one of the top promotions in canada and you know what they're doing right now because of covid they're uploading a ton of matches for free all right and i'm talking about these guys are some people that are just you know really 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 um can't think of the word just like in bigger promotions like some of these guys you can see in wwe and aew 
<clears throat> like you can see all these guys places we got um a triple threat match that they uploaded a month ago you got jeff cobb tjp and trey miguel in a three-way match you got um a month ago they also uploaded uh Which one is this? Oh, okay. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, they uploaded a Fatal 4-Way. AEW's MJF. Anthony Green, now known on NXT as August Gray. AEW's Joey Janela. And GCW's Ricky Shane Page. But he's also an Alpha 1 native. I almost didn't say anything because I was like, oh, Ricky Shane Page, he's like, a hero in Alpha 1. <clears throat> then we got a great woman's match. Smiley Kylie Ray versus Jody Threat. And then we also got another uh, six-man tag. You got Trent Seven and The North taking on the A1 Originals, which is Easy e Eric Kearney. Cheech and just insane. Then you got oh one of the craziest matches ever. Heidi Lovelace, also known on WWE as Ruby Riot, taking on Kobe Durst. This guy, keep your eyes on Kobe Durst. All right, he's gonna he's he's one of the future guys of wrestling. Bar none, like that's just not it's not even a question. But yeah, all right. Check out that match. It's insane. Then we also got triple threat match. John Morrison versus MJF versus AEW's newest signee. All ego Ethan Page. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we have another one-on-one match. Uh, Zachary Wentz, a.k.a. Nash Carter from MSK. Taking on Trey Miguel. And then our last two matches that they've uploaded more recently. Uh, they haven't done an upload in about three weeks, but I mean, they've uploaded quite a bit here. <clears throat> and these are all like crazy matches. The last two matches they've uploaded is Eddie Kingston versus Josh Alexander, which is just, eh, that's a mad, that's a mad that that match has happened. Just crazy. And then their final match that they've uploaded. Oh no, I am mistaken. There's actually a lot more matches that they've uploaded. Okay, we're not going to go through all these because I actually missed a lot of them. But Lufisto and Kobe Durst. <clears throat> let me uh, let me go up to their actual, the last couple matches they've uploaded. So the four last matches they've uploaded two weeks ago are three. I'll do three. Three weeks ago. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> One week ago, they uploaded um, a great match that I got to luckily be in attendance for. Abyss taking on Josh Alexander. Then we also got women's action, of course. Penelope Ford versus Beautiful Bia. Damn, go check that match out. And the final match they uploaded about a week ago now. MJF versus Ricky Shane Page. <clears throat> now, guys, I've just... I've just brought a bunch of wrestling your way. If you have not been aware of these channels uploading all this crap, definitely go check it out. 
Also, I would be remiss if I uh, forgot to mention New School Wrestling. You think I would forget to mention New School Wrestling, huh? Mark Wheeler, I posted on Twitter, man. Called me out. Talked some crap about me. Said that I haven't accomplished anything in wrestling, Mr. Golden Gun. All right. Maybe you're right. Maybe I haven't accomplished all that much yet. Maybe I haven't picked up a title. Maybe I haven't gotten any huge significant wins over big names. But you know what? I, like I said, would be fine with my first accomplishment ever. Being scoring the major upset against the Golden Gun. So you better watch that mouth, Mr. Mark Wheeler, or else uh, you may just end up eating those words. But back to New School Wrestling. You can't forget, they've been doing Overload. They haven't uploaded in about a month now. But, I mean, they have 23 episodes of Overload. 23 episodes of Overload. And that's just of Season 2, okay? They, I'm not even talking about Season 1. Alright, with Season 1... 24 episodes, alright? So, bada boom, bada bing, get yourself in to watch this, alright? 24 episodes, and then, after that, 23 episodes of Season 2, your boy's on there in, in one of the matches against Jesse V. I'm pretty sure I did really good. I'm pretty sure we had a masterpiece of a match that lasted like 20 minutes. I don't remember much, but pretty sure me and Jesse V went all out for about 20 minutes. I guarantee it. Um, yeah, uh, also, they also upload full shows, I mean, they have some full shows on here, you can go watch <clears throat> Secrets Out, No Thanks Needed, and you can also go and watch their most recent full show, which was uploaded exclusively to YouTube, so if you want to watch, you have to go to YouTube. And this was Seasons Beatings 2020. And let me tell you guys, this show was phenomenal. All right, I'm saying phenomenal a lot, I know. Let's see, you had a street fight between Corey Stone and Taylor K. Dean. You had a fatal four-way brass knuckles title match between my brother, Marcus Gold. Jax Williams, Evan Greenway, and the champion, well, one half of the champions, Andrew, no, you know what, screw it, Young Love, alright, I mean, you just had a lot of matches, alright, a lot of great matches, Johnny D versus SOS, oh, damn, sorry, Devon Vertigo Open Challenge, I mean, that was, that was, it was interesting, uh, you had Pretty Ricky and Easy uh, Eric Kearney versus Steve Brown and Alessandro Da Bruno. You also had uh, Mike Forte versus Mark Wheeler, and for the uh, internet title. And yeah, guys, just go tune into season beatings. I mean, that's just a stacked card. Sorry if I missed any matches. But, I mean, it's just an incredible card. I mean, how could you want to miss the, that? All right. I enjoyed it. I guarantee you'd enjoy it. I love wrestling. Just as much as a fan does. You know, just because I do wrestling doesn't mean I can't be a fan. I'm still going to be a fan no matter what. You know, people try to be like, 
Oh, if you're a wrestler, you can't be a fan, because then you're a Mark. Well, call me Mark then, because I am a massive fan of wrestling. I will gladly post all over social media how much of a fan of wrestling I am. I don't give a damn. I, I don't. I, I don't care. So, yeah, I will always express my love for wrestling. I will always be a fan at heart. And that's just how it is. That's that's just, there's no explanation. Speaking of me in the ring, also, I'm not going to spoil anything or reveal anything, but uh, Hamilton Pro Wrestling, you know, they've been doing the Academy Awards. They had the first episode, then they had a second episode, and then they had a third episode. I'm, I'm not going to say much, and I don't know when, so I'm not going to say when either, but I'm just going to say there may or may not be something big coming in a few weeks, few months, maybe even time. So just keep your eyes peeled on the Hamilton Pro Wrestling channel. Stay tuned. Keep your eyes peeled. Because I guarantee you something big is coming soon for Hamilton Pro Wrestling. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is it actually for our wrestling stuff. Because I I don't know what else to talk about. Go watch Courage Pro Wrestling. Go watch Pro Wrestling Ontario. Go watch The Alpha One. Go watch NSW. Go watch Hamilton Pro Wrestling Academy Wars if you haven't. Go watch uh, Magnificent Championship Wrestling's uh, exclusive studio wrestling that they're doing. Really cool. I've promoted that before on gaming channels, actually. But um, go check them out, too. Um, <clears throat> I don't have their Patreon, so I haven't been able to see it. But go support them. You can go see some amazing matches. And I, I've seen some of the matches. They are really good. So I suggest you, you go get skedaddle. What are you doing listening to this podcast still? Get out of here. Why are you listening to me ramble on? I have no idea. Get going. Go watch some wrestling, okay? Come back to me after, of course. But for now, go, go, get, go, bye. <laughs> All right, let's get into the horror stuff now. Because we're going to be talking about a movie that I love. It's one of my secret loves. Um, and I just rewatched it for you guys. So, yeah. Here we go to that. And welcome to the horror segment. Whenever I say horror, it sounds like I'm saying horror. I just can't say my R's properly. So, deal with it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so here we go, guys. It's going to be a good time. We're going to be talking about <clears throat> a cult classic that I love. I think it's a great, great movie. And I just recently re-watched it because I was originally going to watch a new movie on Shudder. Guys, I always like to promote it. If you guys do not have Shudder, that's S-H-U-D-D-E-R, go get it, guys. It is the Netflix for scary movies. They're always uploading brand new content every day. They're bringing in new flicks that you might not have even heard of. I, I'm a horror fanatic, okay? I think I've seen so many horror movies I've lost track, okay? And they're still uploading things that I've never, ever, ever, ever heard of, alright? So, listen, alright? <laughs> Go subscribe to them. They're cheap. Alright, they're like six bucks almost a month. What are you waiting for? 
it's not that much money. And literally you're getting hours, days, week, months full of your heart's content of horror movie content. So don't wait any longer, guys. Go subscribe to Shudder and uh, get scared today. <laughs> There's my uh, non, um, you know, I'm not getting paid for um, talking about Shudder. I just love Shudder so much that I recommend them to anybody. So <clears throat> that's how it goes. Alright, so, like I said, the movie I was originally going to review and watch, I wanted to watch maybe a newer horror movie at first, so there's a brand new horror movie that came out on Shudder called Don't Go in the Fucking Attic. I was going to review it, okay? I was like, ooh, this is kind of cool, it's got, it's got an interesting premise, movers going into this place, and it's fucked up. Yeah, well, they didn't explain how fucked up it really was, because a lot of Nazi stuff was involved, and I was just, do I want to just sit here and talk about Nazis and stuff, and then... <clears throat> the movie in general is just confusing. Uh, not great. I didn't enjoy it that much, to be honest. It was fine. It was good at some parts, but some parts were just like, eh. Could care less. Especially when they killed off Oscar. So stupid. Okay, anyways. Enough rambling on from me. Let's get into the movie that we're actually going to be reviewing here today. And that movie is, like I said, a cult classic. One of my like, secret favorite horror movies. That's not really scary. It's, I just like it, okay? It's Chopping Mall. Not shopping. No, 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 no. Chopping Mall. And you want to know? Poster says it all. Where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, yes, this movie came out in 1986. It is a science fiction comedy horror. I don't really find it funny. Well, the acting can be kind of... <laughs> so it was directed by uh, Jim Wynorski and produced by Julie Corman. Um, <clears throat> it's starring people like Kelly Maroney, Tony O'Dell, John Terelski, uh, and Russell Todd. Plus, okay, a legend in the acting scene. One of my favorite actors honestly he's just so great uh dick miller if you guys don't know who dick miller is please watch more movies <laughs> okay dick miller is fucking amazing i love dick miller with every fiber of my being someone's gonna crop that to say i love dick but you know what it's fine it's it's fine i don't i don't i don't prefer phallus but <laughs> It's fine. It's all right, guys. It's it's fine. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, Dick Miller, guys. I mean, yeah. Anything but Dick Miller's great. I mean, he doesn't have a huge part in the movie, though. It's just great to see him. But yeah, Chopping Mall, guys. So yeah, it's a good movie. I rewatched it. It's the first time watching it in quite a while. Um, <clears throat> the movie's about an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, like 76 minutes-ish. Um, they only had an $800,000 budget. So, yeah, they didn't have a big budget. This was a very small-time movie. They didn't got much of a budget. You had to work around it. And, God damn. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, you could tell they didn't have a budget. <laughs> it was all, it's also the 80s, so you gotta give it that too. But uh, some of the effects in this movie, I, w I was gonna say they didn't age well. But even for the 80s, I would say it's bad. Okay, so basically, there's these killer robot things. We're gonna get more into the breakdown of it, but there's killer robot things, and they ha they shoot these balls, these laser ball things. And it just looks so, f it looks so, it looks so bad. <laughs> so bad. And they're like fucking stormtroopers, okay? They cannot hit anybody. They can't, okay? They will be standing. They're supposed to be these terrifying killer robot security droid things. <clears throat> and they cannot hit a single person. Someone could literally be standing right in front of them. And they would manage to shoot everywhere but the spot right in front of them. They are the stormtroopers of this movie. Um, I mean, the kids aren't that b good either. Um, because, yeah, they got they get guns. And, I mean, they do a bit better. They actually do shoot the robots. But the robots, of course, they're like metal. So they don't take much damage. Also, there's one part in the movie where this one person gets shot with the, the, the ball laser thing in the back. And it, like, scrapes her back. And then she gets shot in the head with the same ball laser. And it just totally rips her head off. I'm like, okay, well, well, I don't understand that, but it's fine. It's all good. But yes, so this movie starts off with someone like robbing a mall, and um, they get chased down by one of these security droids, and they get electrocuted by a taser, but it's like a sleep dart. And what originally is, it's actually showing to be a conference. They're having like the showcase. They're trying to sell these new security system robots right they're supposed to be so they guard the mall when it's closed at night okay so they're like yeah and it puts them to sleep and then the radio in their head contacts the police station and they come in and arrest the bad guy cool they bring up a good question they're like what about employees that stay late and they're like well everyone's gonna get these id cards they show them to the robot and the robot will go on with their day cool there's also these two people during the conference that are just like oddly sexual no like they have like odd tension with each other i don't know it's not really ever described again it feels like there might have been more there is something here that says ori the original release was 95 minutes i feel like there was stuff cut oh well there obviously was stuff cut but like these th these two random adults are just like chilling there and they're just like it keeps cutting to them over and over again like making like crude comments and stuff and it just makes me wonder it's like they're never seen in the movie again Makes me wonder if a lot of the cutscenes had them in it. Were they like the kid's parents or something? Yeah. Anyways, this is like a run at the mill teen slasher. <clears throat> but yeah, so this is the Park Plaza Mall. So they have these robots. They have these shutters that close across all the exits. And there's three floors. Alright. There's Robot 1 who's on the first floor. Robot 2 is on the second. Robot 3, yeah, you know. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, we then get to meet four couples throughout the movie. Two of them, two of the girls are working at a restaurant. The guys are all working at Furniture King. And one of the other girls is working at a clothing store. Doesn't ever say. But yeah, four couples. You got Rick and Linda. All right. You got Greg and Susie. You got Mike. Fucking Mike. The most annoying piece of shit. He just has gum. All right. He, he chews gum the entire movie. And you can barely hear him talking over some of his lines because he's going. 
What's up, Sugi? And it's like, shoot! Stop with the gum! Stop, please. It's just like, it's so obnoxious. But yeah, Mike has a girlfriend, apparently. Apparently she hasn't dumped his ass because he's so goddamn annoying. Uh, Leslie. And then uh, Ferdy and Allison. They're kind of our two... Um, Allison's our, our, you know, final girl kind of character. But she's not the only one that survives. <laughs> but yeah, so we got, once again, Rick and Linda, Greg and Susie, Mike and Leslie, and Ferdy and Allison. <clears throat> and they're, they're like, all these new protocols and stuff. No, you know what we're going to do? When the mall closes, we're going to have a party inside Furniture King. That's what they're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> so, um, you know, cuts to after hours and uh, Rick and Linda, Greg and Susie and Mike and Leslie, they're all they're all drinking. And all of a sudden it just goes because it's an 80s movie, right? 80s horror movie, right? They all start having sex except for Ferdy and Allison because they're the virgins. They're the, the final people. So they're just sitting there watching a movie innocently. They do make out, so ooh, uh-oh. But yeah, so, yeah, they're all just having sex, basically, except for them, too. <clears throat> um, then we get to cut into the, they they have this, like, uh, office where all these computers are. And all the three security robots are stored. And uh, they have a guy in there that's, like, monitoring the systems for whatever reason. And uh, the the security, the technician, I guess. First technician dies while he's looking at a porno mag. Another technician comes in. The body's gone. Like, it just doesn't explain where the body went. Just gone. So did the security robots hide it? Did he walk away after he was dead? I don't know. But the second security guard technician comes in. Takes a bite of a sandwich that he starts chewing for three minutes before swallowing. He literally doesn't swallow it once. He just chews the same bite of his sandwich for like three minutes straight. Okay. Uh, he dies after some long, drawn-out scene. And then... That's right. That is right. Dick fucking Miller gets his scene. He's a janitor named Walter. Uh, he's mopping up, I don't know, it looks like spilled chocolate milk all over the floor. These Twitter janitors come by, they're like, ha ha, Walter, you gotta clean, dumb, dumb, poo-poo ass. And Walter, Walter, says a classic line that's in the Dead Meat channel, which I didn't realize. If I ever catch these kids, they're gonna be dead meat. Oh, yeah, it's one of my favorite lines, because it's in all the Dead Meat shit. And I was like, hey, I felt like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, where he's pointing, and he's like, ah, that was me. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Walter, the janitor, uh, is the second death of this movie. The droid, the one droid robot security bot thing comes out and knocks over Walter's water bucket. And he looks, he looks pissed. He's like, ah, yes, you, you bucket of bolts, you, you piece of shit. I, you know who I am. Do you know who I am? Okay. I am fucking Dick Miller, alright? Don't fuck with me. Uh, but the robot obviously doesn't give a fuck. He shoots out his little taser thing, but doesn't hit him. <laughs> the way the way Dick Miller looks, or Walter, sorry, looks, he's like, the he's like, what the fuck was that supposed to do? But actually, it was all a ploy, because they turn it on, and there's water all over the floor, and it electrocutes him to death. 
Oh, Walter died. There goes Dick Miller. <clears throat> what a shame, but yeah. Kills that one. So we're on the first floor where Furniture King is. Alright. And uh, Mike and Leslie. Mike. Uh, he just finished, you know, having sex. He's still chewing gum. And Leslie, she wants a smoke, alright? And she's like, Mike, get me a smoke. And Mike's like, no. But she's like, yeah. And it shows him her her, her boobies. And he's like, okay, I I I think uh, I think Rick keeps a pack under uh, of camels. And she's like, no, I don't smoke camels. You know I smoke Virgin Lights. And uh, Mike, Mike, these are like two of the most annoying characters. The the way Leslie talks and the way Mike just chews his goddamn gum. Okay, they both die, and I'm so I've never been more happy to see two characters die. Because they were so annoying. If they lasted any longer, I probably would have ran in front of traffic, man. I'm, I'm not even joking. They were so annoying. But yeah, Mike goes to the smoke machine. Because I forgot those were a thing back in the day. Where you can just, like, a vending machine for smokes. But anyways, he gets killed by um, the protector. And then uh, Leslie comes out. sees his body. Then she runs away. She's the one that gets shot. She gets shot by the laser. Like, hits her in the back. Nothing bad, though. It's just, like, a little, little wound. And then she turns around. And she gets her fucking head blown up. Mike and Leslie are dead. Everybody sees Leslie die. Everyone's scared. Oh my god. The the three other surviving girls, they go into the, the, the vent shaft. Okay. Also, the, there's a catchphrase throughout this whole movie, okay? The protectors, whenever they kill somebody, they say, Have a nice day. That's just their thing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. They sneak off into the vents. Apparently, one of the protectors turned on the heat, so now it's getting really hot up there. The men break into a sporting goods store. They get a bunch of guns. They literally just go into a sporting goods store and get an AR-15. Okay. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> so they arm themselves with guns. Mm. They go at it. But uh, yeah. Uh, things go on for a while. They blow up one of the protectors, but... It repairs itself. Oh my god, the Protector 1, which is, I think, the final boss, because all the other ones die, except for one. It's like the big boss at the end, I guess. Anyways, Susie, who, of course, was Greg's girl, um, her and the other girls grab ignition containers, and um, <clears throat> the killbots, like, ambush the women. Uh, they shoot the gasoline can that Susie's holding. She catches on fire. Greg's a mess. Alright. They get up in the store. They all talk. Greg's a fucking... He's loopy doopy doo. He's not thinking straight. He's got some th issues going on. They all come to the conclusion that... Oh, by the way. I should have mentioned this earlier. The reason why these killbots are all acting malfunctioned or weird is because lightning hit the generator that they were running on uh, like five times in a row. So... Yeah, what's the luck? Well, horror movie, that's the luck. Um, but yeah, Susie death, Greg's pissed, Greg's not thinking straight, he darts out of the store they're hiding in, goes straight up to the third floor, gets cut off by um, one of the killbots, poof, done, dead. Um, I think by this point, Protector 2 gets killed as well. Oh, after Susie's death, Protector 2 gets killed. Um... Bunch of shit goes down. They hide into this one 
other store. I don't even know the store names at this point. They all agree they're going to go to the third floor, destroy the computer, which hopefully will destroy the killbots. Like I said, Greg dies. He gets caught off guard, thrown off the third floor all the way down to the first floor. He's dead. Uh, they find themselves kind of trapped between two. So they're in a department store, which has an elevator that goes up to the third floor. Behind like these gates that they're in. Protector 1's waiting behind the gate on the second floor. They go up to the third. But guess what? Protector 3's up there waiting. All right. But they used a bunch of mannequins. They hide it off. Protector 3 shooting these mannequins. They're shooting at them. It's crazy shit. All right. They're sh all shooting like stormtroopers at this point. It's crazy. None of them could shoot a fucking gun to save their, li their lives. All right. Nobody. Everyone just sucks. Uh, and for some reason, at this point, um, it gets, like, ref okay, so, it, like, reflects itself with the, I don't even know what happens here. Protector 3, they, like, shine the mirrors, and it, like, reflects, and he shoots himself with one of his lasers, and it starts electrocuting, and, like, he's shooting all around in a circle, like a mess, and he manages to shoot Linda in the chest and kill Linda. Rick gets pissed. He gets into a... A just so happened to be placed by a golf cart, runs into the robot, killing himself, and Protector 3. Boom. Dead. Gone. Both of them. That's it. Freddy and Allison are left. Protector 1 comes. Corners Allison. Uh, Freddy comes. Yeah. Comes in. He does manage to actually get a shot. He shoots, damaging the laser. However, Freddy gets fucked up. He gets smacked down like... I don't even remember when he gets smacked down. I think it like stairs or something. Anyways, he's bleeding from the back of the head. Ferdy is dead, or is he? Uh, Allison, though, she manages to light a flare up, and that's it, bro. She th throws some chemicals on it, throws that shit at Protector One, destroying the big boss. Protector One, he was the big boss. All right, uh, Allison, Allison won. Allison, the nerdy girl. The goddamn nerdy girl wins every time, alright? She won. She's done. She's walking out. And then all of a sudden, Ferdy's useless ass. He's like, what's up, man? How you doing, Allison? I just laid there and watched you almost die, but it's fine. What's going on, girl? And then they walk out of the mall. Yep. At the end of the movie, Protector comes in. Have a nice day. And that's it. Credits roll. That's the movie. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a fever dream. But, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, yeah, the cast, once again, it's Kelly Maroney as Allison. Tony O'Dell as Ferdy. We got Russell Todd as Rick. Carrie Emerson as Linda. Barbara Crampton. There we go. There's a name everyone should know. Barbara fucking Crampton as Susie Lynn, Nick Seagal as Greg Williams, Susie Slater as Leslie Todd, <clears throat> John Terlecki as Mike, um, yeah, and then just a bunch of other people that, yeah, were kind of there, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, great movie, <clears throat>
I'm just reading some other things. Apparently there's two different versions of the film that exist. Huh. Huh. Apparently it's lost forever. That's upsetting. Well, that's it ladies and gentlemen. That's Chopping Mall. 1986. Yep. It was a movie that was made about killer robots in a shopping mall and some teenagers. It's a classic old slasher flick. What else can I say? Nothing. <laughs> I was actually looking at movies that this other that this guy has produced before, the gym guy. And uh, he produced a movie called Stormtroopers, which, I mean, compared to how those robots were shooting, makes sense. But yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in for this new episode of A Careless Whisper. I hope you guys enjoyed me. I have a more upbeat attitude because uh, it's late and uh, I'm trying to keep myself awake. So, yeah, I didn't want to keep going on about some useless shit. Uh, but thank you guys. Once again, for listening to A Careless Whisper, I do hope to record more often. I'm going to, like, beat myself up about it. I just got a new laptop, which helping me out a lot with stuff, uh, like, researching while I'm recording and just stuff like that. But, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you. I love all of you. Hopefully, coronavirus can, you know, start going away soon so wrestling shows can come back again. All I want to do is wrestle in front of a crowd again. That's it. Uh, and yeah, I will see you guys really soon with another episode of the Kalos Whisper, but until then, see you later.